There we go. On the ones and twos. Nico. Yeah, y'all. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking you. If it got that stuff, he gonna be all right, hey y'all. He gonna be all right. He gonna be all right, y'all. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. This pandemic ain't gonna let us do nothing, y'all. We gonna be all right. All right. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. Hey. Yeah. Yo. And we're in. Welcome to another edition of the Riddle Sports Show, y'all. I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And I got DJ Curry on the line with me today, y'all, again. Yeah, How y'all yeah. Out there? Hey, man, feeling good, feeling good. Can't complain. You know what? You know how the song goes, man. We're going to be all right through this pandemic, man. We're going to be all right. People yes, we are. Yes, we are. Look, tell the people out there, don't panic, man. We're going to be all right. We done survived so much stuff, man. We just survived yeah. through so many viruses, so many infections, so many diseases out there, man. We're going to be all right. Damn right. Goddamn right, man. And shout outs to California. They just got put on lockdown, though, you know. Yeah. So we're going to make sure y'all say a prayer for L.A. Yeah, L.A. going to be all right. Y'all know they're going to be all right. Yeah. L.A. Been, and look, if you could survive. The LA riots and all that stuff through those bad times. If Magic Johnson can survive HIV or AIDS or whatever the hell he got, we gonna be all right. Yes, indeed. Be all right. I don't care with nobody. We gonna be all right. Even if you got flu-like symptoms, even if you fifty and over, we gonna be all right. That's the new message today, man. The new message for going forward. Matter of fact. I like that song so much by Kendrick Lamar, man. It says the same around the world. We gonna be all right. Do police shootings, do all this other craziness going on in the world, through the wars, through this surviving everything that we survived. Hell, we survived R. Kelly. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my- you stupid for that one. <laughs> you stupid for that one. Temperature <laughs> We just survived R. Kelly. I'm just letting y'all know we survived that motherfucker. Now we in the reckoning. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though. We in the reckoning. You, you a fool. You a fool. <laughs> 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 hey, look, look, man. We gotta have some sense of humor in this thing, man. It's gotta be some humor when we in dark times, though, man. People just say we just survived our Kelly. We survived Bill Cosby, even though we know the deal. You know, we, we survived everybody. I mean, if you look at it, be honest with you, we survived the first four years of Trump. There you go. We survived. And even when y'all, even when people thought Bush was bad, we survived Bush. Eight years of Bush. Yeah, man. We survived a lot. We surviving people, man. We survived Hurricane Katrina. We survived Hurricane Isabel. Man, we some surviving people, man. Y'all better get off y'all asses and stop trying to make this pandemic something that it ain't really. We gonna be all right. Be all right, and then leaving into this pandemic, man. Um, in the sports world, though, two Laker players have tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, just to update everybody on this, Marcus Smart has uh tested positive for the coronavirus. Oh and, man, yes, yes, and then there was three other players in the NBA that tested positive for the coronavirus. They are all doing well, from what I can tell. JaVel McGee's sister tweeted out that my brother is safe. Stop saying he got the uh, the Rona. Thank you. 
Um, you know, basically, you know, there's some people that are out there that said that, you know, that JaVale McGee had the coronavirus, though. But see, what they fail to realize is he doesn't have the coronavirus. What it was was last year, even though he was injured last year, mm-hmm. he had the, he had pneumonia. Right. So that's that. That's last year. This is a whole different thing. Exactly. This is a whole new different virus, and he doesn't have it. So, like his sister said, stop going around spreading these lies, saying that he has it when he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Get your facts straight, people. Look, man, people so worried about people who got the corona and who don't got the corona, man. Worry about if you're a carrier or not, because you ain't gonna show no signs, no symptoms, no none of that. So worry exactly. about if you are worry about if you're a character or not. Pretty much, you're a carrier character, whatever the case may be is, worry about that for going forward. I'm just letting y'all know. This is the real sports show for a reason, man. We're going to tell the truth on here, man. We ain't going to give no bullshit lies, no none of that stuff. You know, yeah. we tell it like it is. And, cut and, throat. And, huh? I said cut throat. Exactly, man. Stop telling people that so they got the... Lies probably one that got it. Pretty much. Pretty much. And they're probably a carrier. To be honest with you, man, they probably some carriers out there, and and they want somebody else to have the coronavirus just like they got it. Yeah, we need to put y'all in a Lysol bath. <laughs> <laughs> um, on on top of that, notice too that there are uh, other cases that are out there too as well. Um, from what I've heard, uh, I think it was three other, um, not Milwaukee Bucks. There, I think there, uh, it's um. Can't think of the dang on team. Oh, from the uh, Celtics have it as well too. So this virus ain't going nowhere no time soon. Yeah, it seems like it's spreading like a wildfire. I'm sorry, it's three members of the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm sorry, three members of the Philadelphia 76ers have the coronavirus, but and Uh-oh. two other Laker players have tested positive too for it. But like they said though too, and they said this, they're not. Um, they're not releasing the names just yet of the players. But also, too, is NBA's pulling the plug, led others to take coronavirus more serious. And I'm here to tell everybody that or OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder players staff has tested negative for COVID-19. Give big ups to them. Yes, give big ups to them, man. Yes, yes, yes. So that's good. Yes, yes. I I haven't heard anything about the Wizards. Yeah, you know, I think the Wizards are really um trying to check out their staff too, man, because this COVID nineteen thing is no joke. But in, in in uncertain time frames, though, we don't know yet. No. We really don't know who got it and who don't have it. So at the end of the day, just play it safe. Like we told you on the last episode, play it safe, be safe, wash your hands, and do whatever else the case may be. This is exactly. part two of the last show, if anybody didn't understand that. You know, this is part two because we didn't get a chance to go as long as we wanted to on the last show. And, you know, we didn't get all the details out there. You know, let's play it safe, though. Yeah. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Protect yourselves at all times. <laughs> you know. Um, also, too, reporting out there in the NFL, we have our first case in the NFL. An NFL head coach, Mr. Sean Payton of the Saints, has tested positive for the coronavirus. Oh man. <laughs> we have our first case in the NFL, but I'm trying to tell y'all something serious. The coronavirus is serious. Yeah, some people need to get serious because they a lot of people think it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's not a joke. It's not a game out here. But it's, this is serious. Yeah, it is, though. But you know what, though? To be honest with you, man, to be real honest with you, with the first case being out there and now in the NFL, does, do you think the NFL would now take it more relatively serious now to get everybody tested, all the players tested out there, though? To be honest, in order for that to happen, mm-hmm. I think 
they're probably waiting to see if more people are going to get it first before they start making any decisions. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think that's how it might go down, but you never know. Right. But with with this, with Sean Payton testing positive for it, it it's, it's uh, better be safe than sorry basis right now. So I say go ahead and just go out there, you know what I'm saying, just get tested just to make sure. It, it's not going to hurt anything. Mm-mm. But you know what I haven't heard, though, for real, for real? And to be real honest with you, I haven't heard any player, any NFL player yet that has tested positive for Corona, um, for COVID-19, though. But And with that being said is, is that that's the, that doesn't mean that the players hasn't, they haven't been tested yet or their results just haven't came out yet or the NFL is protecting them right now due to this coronavirus thing that's going out right now. So I, right. I just play I just pray that none of the players have it right now, that we can start our season up. And I'm hoping for a fan base to come in August, to come back out there in August, because I'm tired of this no sports thing. Yeah, it's starting to it's already been a week and it's it's rough not watching not being able to watch no sports or anything. And I'm tired of ESPN running all these old goddamn shows, man. God damn. I'm tired of the old I'm... basketball games coming on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just the other day on uh, YouTube, I'm sitting here looking at the 2008 National Championship game between the Gators <laughs> and Alabama. I was like, what the? I, I mean, <laughs> let's be real, man. I'm really tired of hearing about the old basketball games, man. I'm like, I'm watching back. I was, I was me. I was outside one day, man. I was at a bowling. I was at a bowling uh, place, man. Trying to give me a bowling ball or something like that, though. And next thing you know, I'm looking on TV. I'm like, damn, did it, did it, did the sports thing come back up? Because I didn't know nothing about it at first. I'm sitting there watching a rerun of the games prior to the coronavirus. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, this looks real. Like this looks like it's real life games going on here. I'm checking my phone, checking the internet, checking everywhere. Checking all my public sites and all this other stuff, seeing if there's basketball games going on. And next thing you know, there's a rerun. They're running reruns on TV. I mean, that's all they can do, man. I mean, yes, you're trying to keep sports alive. Yes, you're trying to keep uh doggone um you're trying to keep the basketball thing going. But I don't want to watch a game from January. I don't want to watch a game from February. I damn sure don't want to watch the all-star game no more. I've already seen it. It already took my heart away. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then it, what's really sad is is that our fellow analysts like Stephen A. Smith, uh, Skip Bayless, Undisputed, they really don't have a show on TV right now. Yeah. This is really – when you listen to the radio, and I'm not talking about just our podcast that we got going on here. When you listen to the radio – or ESPN.com, or you listen to the wherever you listen to it at Sirius XM Radio or whatever the case may be is, you're expecting to hear on Fox News, Undisputed, come on at 9.30. Man, they got old wrestling matches on there. Bro. It's crazy, man. Bro, bro, I mean, they got the boxing match, Wilder versus Fury 2 up there. Wilder versus Fury 1 up there. Bro, like, Really? Yeah, man, they show all the classic fights. I mean, they got they got Mike Tyson fights up there. They really try to keep the sports of boxing on TV. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. The one thing I'm really missing though is that old goat mask, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I miss the goat mask though from Undisputed, man. I really do, though, bro. Hey, you know what? Shannon Sharp inspired me so much. <laughs> I claim that right now, when I get my next paycheck, I'm buying me a goat mask. <laughs> I, I'll buy one. I'm stamping it. I'm buying one. <laughs> but you know what, though? But you want to know the funny part about this whole scenario is, though, for real, for real? Shout out to Shannon Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, they just let LeVar, LeVar Ball back on TV. The next thing you know, everybody got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I but you know what? Never lost. Never lost. <laughs> Master Jello, Lamello, never lost. 
soon as he came, as soon as he came on undisputed, everything just broke out. After I know that. everybody got it. Everybody was just sitting up there like, uh, LeVar Ball is back on TV. Hey, cancel every damn thing. Pull the plug. Pull the plug. Corona. 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 <laughs> I don't know, man, but. <laughs> Like you said, if we can get through this, we're going to be all right. Exactly. We'll be back. Everything will be back to normal after a while. We just got to, like I said in our last show, mm-hmm. we just got to do our part and keep everything from spreading. Once we do our part, we can defeat this thing, and then we can get back to life. We can get back to our lives. We can get back to going out, hanging at the mall, yes. and all that stuff. And we'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But we got to work together as a nation and get this thing in control. Because yes, right now it's out of control. We need to do our part and get it together. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. But you know what, though, man? We talk about the United States all the time, Frank, though, man. But there's really people in Italy right now that are suffering badly right now with limited resources getting tested. And well, they're picking and choosing people that they want, that they was going to let die. They're just picking and choosing. Like, if you weak, if you 50 and over and things of that nature in Italy right now, man, my heart goes out to Italy, man. Or anybody in the European countries right now that's got limited resources out there that can't get tested, man. My heart really goes out there to them, man. And, yeah, mine too. And, and, and it's real sad over there. It's really, really sad. And 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 I know that, you know, this could be better. We could be doing better than this as human beings, though. We got to do way better than this. But to pick and choose who you will let die, that's something crazy, man. And that's just due to limited resources, man. That's just due to limited health care, limited everything, man. We got to do better. Yeah. But, you know, basically, you know, like they call us, the, this is the land of opportunity. Right. You come here, you have an opportunity. Every Every country or place isn't like how we are. Right, right, right. So look at it, we need to count our blessings because we are very fortunate. We are. It, it's, it's people in other countries that wish they had what we have. That is very, very true. The, the freedom of speech, freedom of opportunity, land of the free. But, like, but you know what? The land ain't like always the, free, though. That's true. You got to pay a price. Yeah. But like be honest with you, we are to the point to whereas we have the access to test different medical testing for different, you know, viruses yeah. or illnesses, diseases, whatever. We can get tested for mm-hmm. it. We can we have vaccines that people come up to try to, you know, help find a cure yes. for. It's like we we are all we have access to that and a lot of other countries or how or places or whatever in the world don't have that. So like you said, my heart goes out to them too. Yeah, man. But at the end of the day, we all got well, I can't say we all have God on our side because you know everybody's not religious like that. Religious like that. But whoever you pray to is gonna be all right. Well, like I said, like I like I said at the beginning of the song, man. The song, and I'm glad you picked that song out today for our theme song today. We gonna to be all right by Kendrick Lamar, and I think everybody need to play that song a lot these days, though, because we gonna be all right. It, it's not that bad. It, it's not as bad as it seems, though. Yes, a lot of people are dying. Yes, a lot of people are going out. I mean, are getting tested positive for this thing, man. But from what it looks like, man, we gonna be all right. We're going to be all right. Just it, it, just let it run its course. Well, we're going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, that's all we can do. Exactly. But all right, though, man, let's get into this sports thing, man. You know, we spend a lot of time. We, I mean, even though that's a related topic, though, the sports, it goes out to everybody. It's world-related news, and a lot of people are reporting it. But, you know, a lot of people are reporting this in the sports industry like that, like we are today, though, man. But. We got to jump into some sports, though, into the NFL free agency. How do you feel do about Tom Brady getting a physical to play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? To be honest, it's weird. Because <laughs> I'm so used to TB12 and 
in Patriot yes. colors. But, I mean, it was time for a change. But he got to go through a physical examination, though, to see if this man is still healthy enough to play. Now, oh, he's gonna pass. He gonna pass that physical. But, That's easy. He's gonna pass that. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing, though. Y'all, they act like Tom Brady just didn't play last year. You understand what I'm saying? Like he didn't play his last season. Now, was there some injury that we didn't know about with him, or was there something that we just didn't see in him that? You know, could have said he went down the drain a little bit, though, or he falling off a little bit, though. Was his hand and eye coordination gone? Was it something about Tom Brady that just that, hey, we got to get a physical penalty before we can pay him this money? I mean, I didn't see anything other than, you know, somebody, you know, father time catching up a little bit, but nothing to where he needed to take a physical. But the league is different, so but like I said, he's going to be a buccaneer. He's going to pass the right, physical. Right. But, they, but they still haven't really came out with the contract details That's yet. depending on the physical, though. And and here's the, pro, and here's the funny part. In Tampa Bay right now, since Tampa Bay didn't sign TB12, the, the man that took the Patriots, the New England Patriots dynasty, started their dynasty, which is a tragedy they let him go. Took in the nine of nine Super Bowls and won six out of six out of nine Super Bowls. The man's legacy is is here, and now the biggest question is that's on everybody's mind is who's gonna win it first? Here's the testament of faith: who's gonna win it first? Will it be Belichick that 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 outruns Tom Brady, or will it be Brady this season? taking out Belichick in the playoffs. Mm, that's because a good question. Now that they separated, now they got a divorce with each other. You know, Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Belichick is still in New England. Who's going to be the next shining quarterback in New England now? Now, there are recent reports that came out, though, that says Cam Newton is favored to be in New England next year. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, anything's possible. Right. But also in that report as well, it was saying that Jarrett Stidham is in line to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots. Andy Dalton. Well, yeah, that report came out too, saying Andy Dalton may be, become a Patriot. Uh, Jameis Winston is up there. Derek Carr is up there. Cody Kessler, Jimmy G, Joe Flacco. And plus 1,000% of Eli Manning. Nah, I don't think Eli's going to go to the Patriots. I don't see that. I don't see why not, though, because Eli will fit right into the system. And I don't see Jimmy G leaving San Francisco to go back to New England. Well, you done took away his options. You done took away everything from him. I mean, what, what can you do? Yeah, what? but if, if 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 they really want a fresh start, I think Cam would be a good mm-hmm. pick. Will be a good fit with them. At least he'll be in a structured situation. But time will tell. We gonna I mean, see. I'm looking at it though, but you know, this free agency thing is right now taking the win. Todd Gurley just got released from the Rams due to budget cuts. <laughs> if you want to say that for real, for real, budget cuts is crazy. Oh, isn't it? Oh, oh, the Rams went crazy in this offseason. Yes, they so had. Far. Yes, they had. They got rid of Todd Gurley. Brandon Cooks. No, they're trying to trade him. You already done got rid of uh, Clay yep. Matthews. He's gone. Uh, Corey Littleton is gone. You basically got rid of your whole defense and you're getting rid of your doggone offense. Yep. Nikhil Roby is gone. It's like they lost cornerstones in their defense. They did, though. And the funny part about this is, though, that since Cam Newton is coming out of Carolina, where would he land at, though, you know what I mean, is the question, though. But they're saying that they might just release him 
out of Carolina, though. And I don't, and I'm not the person that will really be a statistical person that's saying that or really be a person that's going to be like, oh, well, I didn't see that coming. I've really seen that coming since right. last year. They were going to get rid of Cam Newton because of Ron Rivera. Once Ron left, they were going to get rid of Cam Newton. Because if everybody knows, if Ron Rivera was still in Carolina, Cam Newton would have been a starting quarterback coming in this year. Hands down. Uh, I course. mean, that's just hands down to me. Now, also, our rivals, the New York Giants, have just picked up our backup quarterback. Which is uh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they picked Colt McCoy. Yeah, McCoy is now a New York Giant for I think it's a year or two, one of two. One year. Yeah. Sound a year, dude. So he's gonna be backing up, you know, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. And 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 to be honest with you, I think that was a nice pickup though, because he has experience. Danny Dimes is is, is gonna be Something amazing this year because I think he's gonna come out blasting off at the beginning of the season though with the back with, with his running back Saquon Barkley. And then all they gotta do is purely pick up some wide receivers that can go out there and go get the ball. Really? They got the protection on on offense in the offensive line. They really need a little bit of a good defense though to hold down the fort. Their secondary has always been questionable. So what I'm thinking is, is that the Giants are gonna be a threat this year. To be honest with you, the whole NFC, the Eagles are definitely going to be a threat. But they just got rid of two of their best players, too, as well. Yeah. But now, now, here's the thing, though. Now, besides all that confusion, though, and I know we jump in from free agent to free agent, though, nobody's bitten on, uh, nobody's taking a bite at Jameis Winston yet, though. Yeah, but that's all. It was a report that came out talking about he might he may come to Washington. I don't think that's going to happen. You, okay, so let me ask you that question: Would you want Jameis Winston in Washington? Yes or no? I mean, if he can see now, I mean, I wouldn't mind it because we do we do need a quarterback bad. We do need a backup. Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need a quarterback right. bad because we don't have only nothing but two quarterbacks on our roster. And one is, I don't know when he's going to ever play again. So we only have Dwayne Haskins right now. So we need another quarterback. So do, but at the end so of the day. you take one in the draft or do you take one in free agency? I would do free agency. I wouldn't draft another one. Why is that? I would take one in free, I would take one in free agency because, for one, why would you – we're going to talk about the drafting one right now. If you draft a quarterback, you have two quarterbacks that need to learn a new system. Yeah. But then you need a – That doesn't make sense. you have to have the free agent, too, if you on top of that, though, learn a new system. That is true. But at the same time, a lot of people would rather have a veteran than a, a rookie backing up pretty much a rookie. That is true, though, because – but here's my thing about that. If Alex Smith doesn't come back or if he does come back, you know, he could be a great quarterback coach. And he's already coaching up Dwayne Haskins, too, as well. He's on – Dwayne Haskins has been in the gym night in and night out every day. And, you know, and I really highly respect that man, though, because of the fact of the matter is that that man has been putting in a lot of work this offseason. And he's just working on footwork. I, I hope he's learning how to run the ball a little bit, though, get open, read defenses when they come about. I think that, honestly, and this is the drill that I will put into the combine. What are you going to do when defense alignment surround you a little bit, though, and they give you that pocket of open space to either run if you have nobody down there. You know, like an open mm-hmm. open floor drill, like a field general drill. You know what I mean? Like have one of the defensive ends rush at him, rush at a quarterback real quickly and see what he does on his feet. See, would he panic or would he throw the ball downfield? Which one would he do? 
I mean, they. I think they. I think they. Well, do now, that. No, they got a back. They got over the back. They got a back shoulder drill in in, in the combine too, as well. Though right now, though, like where you throw the ball over the back shoulder in the end zone in the back pylon. Now my drill is to where you let one of the fat defense alignment and one of the fat offense alignment block for a second and see what they do. Yeah, that would be something new. But to be honest, I don't know if they would actually implement that in right, a combine. Right. But I just want to see – I want to test his nervousness. I want to see what he can do on the field. Now, I know we got all this game tape. I know what they're going to see in college football and stuff like that, though. But it's nothing like seeing it in person. It's nothing like watching him in person, see how he folds, breaks down the system, see what's coming at him, see if he can read a defense and see where it's going towards. You know what I mean? It's nothing like real live action. Now, right. Dwayne Haskins has to learn that either A, you're going to take off running downfield a little bit, though, and carry that ball real good and get a first down or try to get a first down or push the ball up to second and five instead of second and ten. You know, or trying to move the ball up a little bit so that your run game can be effective if you're throwing the ball on the first down play. It's there's always a different avenue of getting of getting the ball out of fish or getting the touchdown play. Either you're gonna use your legs or you're right. not gonna use your legs. One of the two things is gonna have to happen. So right. in my personal opinion, even Brady ran the ball a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? So and here's another thing that we didn't talk about last time. The losers of the okay. NFL, of the NFL free agency, which is the Tennessee tight. I mean, the, no, I'm sorry, the Houston Texans in this draft. I mean, the free agency. They lost out their million dollar man, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want to be honest with you. I'm still trying to pick put this puzzle in my mind of why would you trade away the best receiver you had. I mean, come on, man. You took away Deshaun Watts' number one target. That's that's going to be tough. Well, Houston's offense is going to be it, it's going to be hurting this year because, excuse me, what wide receiver do you have that's going to step up and produce like DeAndre Hopkins? It's going to be. That to be what honest with you, need? <laughs> he's not even no. number one receiver. All right, so the, and be honest, too, Will Fuller is not a number one receiver. This would happen though. This would really so, happen though. They said there was friction between O'Brien and Hopkins. Reportedly, per, persist, uh, persist, uh, participated the trade, including the allegation that the coach compared the player to a deceased murderer. Aaron Hernandez during a heated meeting. Hopkins has since downplayed this this antidote. Hopkins also reported a plan to hold out to force a new contract deal. So, which means that DeAndre Hopkins wanted a new deal in Texas and in, 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 in on the Houston Texans. He wanted a new deal. Okay, he, he did, deserved it. But you got people like Stefan Diggs, who is now. Yeah, he's getting paid more money from the Buffalo Bills than he ever did. Now, my personal opinion on that one is, why didn't we go after him? Now, That's a good question. Now we have two people that we could have got rid of on our roster right now, or one person particularly that we could have got rid of and traded it for Stephon Diggs. Because who the hell doesn't want Stephon Diggs with um, with my boy uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins, who doesn't want that? So, right. these two good wide receivers as a, that are now gone off the free agency list that got traded, there's no way in hell. But the Texans have really lost out on something good, and you know, this is something that 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 they gonna have to look at. Yeah, because it's like if you look at the trade, you swapped mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Yeah. David 
Johnson basically was hurt mm-hmm. last year. So you trade your best wide out to get a yep. running back. And all you did was gave Arizona another daggone weapon to add on to the weapons that they already have. So you basically just made their offense 10 times better. Yep, that is very, very true, though. Because you have Christian Kirk, Larry Mm -hmm. Fitzgerald, now... You have DeAndre Hopkins. That's gonna be something bad in Arizona. I'm trying to tell you. Who 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 who's gonna be able to keep up covering them? Well, at the be at, 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 at real talk though, real talk though for real, ain't nobody gonna be able to keep coverage of them because that's gonna be something dangerous. Then not only and not only not only do you have to worry about the wide receiver core. You gotta worry about that little shiny little small quarterback back there that can run his ass off. Exactly. So that's a dual triple threat right there. And all they need is a running back. All they need is a running back. You're gonna be looking at the hey. Dallas Cowboys in Arizona. For real, for real, with an offense power like that. Now, with Arizona say like they pull off a move to whereas they signed mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. You got a powerhouse now, offense right there. The defense is suspect, though. Yeah, the defense lost some the defense pieces. Defense suspect, though. But not to not to sway away from things. But one of the best cornerbacks in the league, one of the best, not the best, one of the best. Uh, Slay, what's his name? Darius Slay is a, from the uh, Philadelphia. Time with the Eagles this week and says DJ's right. relationship with his former head coach Matt Patricia was fractured. He said, I lost all respect mm. for his former head coach. He told him he wasn't good enough to be a corner. Now, that could work out one or two ways with me, to be honest with you. That could work out one or two ways. Was that mm. a motivational speech to get better? Or or was it like he just said, I lost all respect for him when he said that to me? For me, if somebody told me I wasn't good enough to do something, I'm going to take that as a challenge. And I'm going to say challenge accepted because I'm going to play my ass off for you this year and I'm going to show you better than I can tell you that I'm the best thing you had on your team since sliced bread. And not to lose all respect for my head coach, but that's just like a challenge to me. I'm going to accept the challenge. I'm going to sign back to your team, and I'm going to prove to you that I can be one of the best cornerbacks in the league or best at any position in the league if you put me in that slot. I'm I'm not going to go out here and just bash the head coach that gave me a chance. No, 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 no. I'm going to go out there and prove a point. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not going to lose all respect for him. I'm going to show him why he shouldn't have lost respect in me by saying that to me. He should have never, he should have never exactly. came out of his mouth and said that, oh, you you are the best corner. You, you, you're not good for this team. Or whatever he said, though, with the exact report, though. But whatever he said to him, you lost all respect for your head coach. No, you go out there and prove a theory. You go out there and prove that theory that you're not the worst thing since sliced bread. You go out there and work out. You go out there and put in the work for your teammates and do what you got to do. But other than that, it's done. It's done and over with. Because yeah. not only did the Houston Texans just lose out on their best thing, you know what I mean? They lost out on two best things. They lost out on Jadanian Clowning. They lost Deion. They lost D-Hop. And, you know... This team is falling apart just like that. And I would not be ashamed to say, or I would not be surprised, as I should really say, I wouldn't be surprised if the quarterback says, I'm ready to go. To be honest with you, all I'm going to say, as far as that, is stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. 
I would stay even, tuned. I, I would not hesitate to say that though, because it's coming. It's coming down the wire. Somebody gonna get somebody's gonna get fired, or somebody gonna leave. One of the two things gonna happen. This head coach here is something don't happen to O'Brien. You know, then then it's then it's not gonna work out. You know, Kyler Murray just got better. Melvin Gordon is still good. He's still healthy. He's exactly. a free agent too. And the Dolphins are loading up. Yeah, the Dolphins are loaded. We've seen this before, though. Have we not? We've seen the Dolphins load up before. Of course. They had one of the best defenses in the league. One of the best, but the defense never showed up. Never showed yeah. up. Offense was beautiful a little bit. Never showed up. Never showed up. Since Fitzpatrick left the Dolphins, yes, he was a Dolphin, <laughs> they never show up the games anymore. Something's wrong with that picture. And then when he came back, she Pretty much, though, story. but they didn't show up. They're not showing up to the games. Something is wrong in Miami. And... I think we should pick the Miami Sharks to take over this team because they're not play- they are really playing like the Dolphins. So I think they need to be called the Miami Sharks. And and, and and I'm assigned my first free agent. You know, I'm going to get my boy from the Miami Sharks. I'm gonna go get my boy a free agent. You, you, you know, Willie Beeman. I'm going to sign Willie Beeman to my to be my franchise star. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get Willie Beeman. <laughs> I, I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you take him, I want Julian. Well, well Watson Julian is a ball hog. He's a show. He's a you know he's a showstopper a little bit though. But I don't want Julian on my team as a shark. I don't want him. So we no or not? I want shark. I'm a Luther Shark That's who I want. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm a Luther. Luther. You know, I want the shark himself. I, I, I would have took the shark himself, though. But you know what, though? I, 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 I'm not sold on my other starting quarterback from the Sharks, though. Can't forget his name. I forgot his name already, though. But it's all good, though. It'll come to me in a minute. You know. Yeah. It, 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 it Cap changed Sharks' life. You know, Cap changed this league, you know. Cap is is, is is cap is cap. He he changed football forever, and I ain't, and I'm sold on cap. You know what I mean? He still got two seasons left. Wherever you at, cap, you know, just come back. Yep. But anyways, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying though, for real, for real, no bad. I'm just like. The Chargers with no Brady this year yet. I mean, they're not getting Brady. I want to see who's going to be the Chargers' next uh, quarterback. I don't know. Well, all I know is right now in line behind Phillip Rivers when he was there. Oh, was yeah, Tyrod that's right. Taylor. They are moving with Tyrod Taylor. That's right. That's right. Tyrod Taylor will take over. I'm sorry. So, Tyrod is the, the, mm-hmm. the starter right now. But like I said, there's still more quarterbacks out there, so we're going to see But you know what, though? And, 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 and I said this in Cleveland, too, but he didn't go out there and perform as well as I thought he was going to perform well in before, uh, before this new quarterback in Cleveland took over, who is a bum for real, for real, for real, for real. And y'all know he's a bum. But I'm going to tell y'all like this. Tyrod Taylor needs to deserve a chance. He deserves a chance to see what he can do on the field. And he deserves the right to have a good head coach that can really coach him up and teach him. And that's uh, that's all I really got to say about it. And going, to, and going to Los Angeles now with the Chargers organization is ready to roll a little bit, though, with this new quarterback coming in because he can move his feet. Everybody's trying to go mobile, if you notice. A lot of teams are really trying to go mobile. Now, the only reason why Tampa Bay really stopped going mobile is because they got a new head coach down there. So, mm-hmm. with signing the Tom Brady, for real, for real, 
that just means they want a pocket pass. They want somebody to throw the ball downfield, not really run a lot, though. But in the same aspect of breath, though, is everybody is trying to get a mobile quarterback. Have you noticed that? And even with the yeah. Patriots trying to go mobile, they're trying to open up their playbook a little bit more. And is Bill Belichick really ready for a mobile quarterback is the question. If he's not ready, he better get ready. I mean, it's coming to his team, but is he really ready to open up that playbook to a mobile quarterback? And really about to play out the drills, though. I mean, it'll be, it'll, it'll be a lot better on the offense because it'll open up a yeah. new avenue. And it could possibly create more first down opportunities and more touchdowns as well. But like I said, though, it, it, it's a pop-up flare between, you know, you said Jared Stent, Stenham or whatever his name is. They got Jared Stenham, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Kobe Brissett, Derek Carr. These are all mobile quarterbacks a little bit. Derek Carr ain't really mobile, but he's mobile. Um, Andy Dalton, who's up there in a little bit of age, mobile, but not mobile. Cam Newton is the only mobile quarterback that mm-hmm. can really sustain a lot of pressure in the pocket that I see. Right. So, and can move the ball a little bit with his feet. Joe Flacco, with him being, you know, failing his physical, got cut from the team today, from the Denver Broncos today. Yeah, he got cut today. Is it really, you know, right. it's a direction move. What do you really want on your team? Do you want a pocket passer or do you want somebody that's mobile? With the league today, the league today wants mobility. The league today wants somebody that can move the pocket. The league today wants somebody to get the ball downfield with his legs and his feet, also with his throwing arm. So what is it really? So what is it really mm-hmm. that you want to see? To be honest. I wouldn't be surprised, like, we talk mm-hmm. about Flacco. I would not be surprised if Joe Flacco became a, Sa- a Los Angeles Charger. Joe Flacco becoming a Los Angeles Charger? Mm-hmm. I, uh, can I see that happening? Mm, yeah and nay, I can see that happening, though, but is it really somebody that you really want to see on a team like that? I mean, it, I mean, they're not going to have Cam Newton no. come there. But you know what, though? Here's the funny part have about Cam. this, though. And I, I don't guarantee a lot of different things, but I'm going to put a, like a 50% guarantee on this one. Guess who's going to go sign Joe Flacco? No. Don't even say the Ravens. They're down 495, not up 495. You know, I'm not I got gonna a, talk about this. Trigger finger on that one. You think we'll go get I Flacco? I think the Washington Redskins is going to be stupid enough to go sign Joe Flacco to be the backup quarterback for at least a year. Hmm. I ain't see. I, now, I, I wouldn't imagine now, remember, that, but you the never know. Didn't come out about Alex Smith until late January, of like uh, the last time he was when we signed him, and nobody knew where he was mm-hmm. going to go until it just popped up on the news that the Reds had signed Alex Smith to a four-year deal. No, we well, got him yeah, in a trade that too, though. But the trade wasn't finalized yet. Though. Remember that. Remember. Trade wasn't finalized until February. Right. So don't right, be right. surprised. Don't don't no. I'm sorry. It wasn't finalized until what May? I mean not May, but sometime around March. That's when the trade was finalized. But don't be surprised that the Redskins don't bring him here just to test the waters with him and see if he can sign here for at least a year. I mean, like I said, this offseason so far is. But we said possible. the same thing about last offseason, though. The last offseason that we came off of, man, it was it was tragic. It was real tragic. It was a lot of free agents out there. 
we picked up on a lot. We picked up on Landon Collins last year. That nobody really thought. I mean, we we yeah. wanted to be in Washington though, but we never really thought he was going to really get him here in Washington though. But you know what though? Ha ha! Clinton Dix is back on the free agency list. You think Washington should go after him again? To be honest, I don't. I wouldn't, because you already had Monte Nicholson. And then you just signed Sean Davis that used to be with the Pittsburgh Steelers as a Maryland, a former Maryland Terp. You know what I'm saying? So you have him at the safety spot. And then also it's another uh, safety out that Redskins was trying to keep their eye on. But I don't know if he's going to sign. I can't okay. think of a name right now. Uh-huh. But – But I don't, I don't know how our safety spot is going to, you know, opposite of Collins. I don't know how it's going to go. Right now, the competition is looking like it's going to be Monte Nicholson and Sean Davis competing for that so who would you other pick? safety spot. Did you take Sean Davis or did you pick Monte Nicholson? To be honest, I like Monte's Nick, Monte uh-huh. Nicholson's Very style physical. of play because he can – he. He's physical and can yeah. deliver. He can deliver a hit, but at the same time, Sean well, Davis can, can too. Cover better though is the question though, because see, Monte Nicholson in one game against the Eagles last year, and this was not on Josh Norman's fault. Yeah, he was getting not smoked. Josh Norman's fault. Monte Nicholson dropped down in coverage instead of going backpedaling towards Josh Norman in the game where former. Deshaun Jackson, Washington Redskins player, Dustin Josh Norman, now former Washington Redskins player, now Buffalo Bill, where his career is now officially kind of over, really. Mm-hmm. You know, dusted him in the air. I don't foresee, I think that if it was put in the position where, where it was Sean Davis or was it Monte Nicholson in that position, I think Davis would have went for the ball. And not the receiver. What you think? Well, you can say that for both of them. Okay. Honestly. But even though the flat was open, though, the flat mm-hmm. was open, but the result of the play was still a touchdown, though. What? That right there is a, a right. what you call it? Lack of coverage. Or bad, or well, bad play we call. Know how bad play call it goes in Washington. You know, it it, it gets crazy down in Washington. We 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 haven't had one of the we haven't since had a Greg great Williams. defensive coach since I agree to that. since Greg Williams. I agree to that. And now with we're going back to four three defense, though, I really agree with that. And we have Jack Del Rio, who has a great track record. So I'm looking forward to see what our defense can do. Especially after the signing yep. that we've been signing lately, I, I'm interested to see what our defense is going to do. Because mm-hmm. we brought back Nate Orchard back, which is cool. We got him back. John Bostick yes. is back. Sean Davis, we have. Tom mm-hmm. Davis, we have. Well, I'm really liking how things yes. are today. Like, we got Kendall Fuller. I'm hoping we can go in there and yep. sign Brashad Breland back. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just excited now, to see now, what our now, defense is going to do this year. Don't forget about him. That boy can cover. Oh, he got skill. He can. Got to utilize utilize him correctly. But now here's the biggest question. Here's the top dollar question. How do you feel about Donald Penn coming back to the Washington Redskins? Ah. Uh... I wouldn't mind it at all, honestly. He did held he held down the whole he held it down on yes, the left tackle side the whole yeah. season when he was there. He held it down. So I wouldn't mind saying So him you back. think Washington should take him back at 36 years old? I don't see why not. To help mentor this other tackles that we just, you know, this other tackle we just signed. Uh yeah, something like Lucas. Lucas or whatever. Yeah, 
I wouldn't mind Donald Penn being back because it seemed like they didn't want to go and get an established, a real established great tackle that could have been a good for the next four or five years. But like I said, I don't make the call. I don't run the team. So, but you know what I really want to see them. And 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 as sad as it seems, though, I would like to see Donald Penn back up. But I would really like to see what we can really truly get if we either let Trent go or see what we can get a free agency for Trent Williams. Though, to be honest with you, a lot of people don't want to trade because they don't they don't want to give up a second round pick or they don't want to you know, negotiate and give him his ideal contract that he wants, which is what's making it hard for us to, you know, get rid of but Trent. See, the thing about Trent Williams, though, is, is that he only has one year left on his contract. He did, he did sit out for an entire season. And the real hardest part about him getting off of our team is that one-year deal because you're basically signing a one-year temporary deal for Trent Williams. Now, my fun fact about this is, though, and this is the fun fact about it, I foresee him joining back up with Jay Gruden. In Jacksonville? Nick Foles is gone. It depends. Jacksonville is on a total rebuild. They, yeah, he's a Chicago Right. He's a Chicago a Bear total now. Rebuild. They need something new. Why not? I don't know. It's it's a lot of teams that are interested in Trent Williams, but I don't know how this is really going to play out. But I wish it would hurry up and play out because we really need to figure out who's going to be our left tackle at the beginning of this season when it starts. We need to know who I our left tackle is going to be. I can agree to that. But we also need to agree on we need to establish because last year was so unestablished last year. With the bouncing around the quarterbacks, the bouncing around of everything that we did last year in Washington, it was a lot of moving pieces. Everybody was moving from different position to different position. Now, Washington just signed a new running back today, and um, I want to get your input on him. I can't. I gotta. I gotta get. I gotta pull up his uh, name okay. though, real quickly, because we just signed. Uh, Jay. Yeah. You talking about JD McKissick? JD McKissick is a he's a good back. He he started okay. his career with Seattle. He, he's basically in the same cloth of Chris Thompson. So we have the speed, able to catch up the backfield, can run the ball. So it's really that I believe but that that's really a good pickup for us. Or would you rather have Chris Thompson back? I'll take Chris Thompson back. All day all right. day long I will I would want Chris Thompson. But obviously the new regime, you know, the new staff, they feel as though we're like, okay, CT has done his time, so it's time to move on. We need new blood. We're basically doing a whole culture change. So which is headed to Washington, D.C. as a uh, tight end position. Yeah. At the party where it's Jordan end. Reed, then try to sign Greg Olson, and then you didn't get it. Then you couldn't get – they are investiga- investigating a veteran Delaney Walker as a possibility as well. So where does that leave my yeah. boy Jeremy Sprinkle? Jeremy Sprinkle will still be on the team, but they I think they brought in Thomas to make it a competition. But if you really want to know, I believe they really should bring in a lot of people. You might not think he'd be a good fit here, but I think he will because he, I believe he still can play. You know what? Tyler Eifert. You know what? I honestly believe that is a good – I think that is a good idea. He has experience. 
He still can get downfield. He has he's built very big. He's built strong. Um, he gave us a lot of problems when we played Cincinnati. He got feet like Jordan Reed just a little bit. And I do honestly believe that that'd be a good fit. I I think no, I mean honestly though, for what? real, for real. And I and I'm glad you mentioned that though. I think he would be a great fit for Washington's offense because he can spread the field out a little bit better. He can block downfield. He can block for the run game. And he can be that extra protection on third down that we need to get the ball upfield. He can catch the ball. He reminds me really of Chris Cooley when he was playing football. And and he goes to the first down marker, right. turns around, catches the ball type guy. Tyler Eifert is yeah, that's who he reminds me of uh, of a Chris Cooley. If he was to come here, he would remind me of a Chris Cooley, and that's all you really need. Just like Dallas did Jason Witten, turn around at the first down marker. I'm gonna throw the ball to you, type guy. You're my safety. If I can't get the ball out there, mm-hmm. you're gonna block for me, and we're gonna just move the ball downfield. Jason Witten was one of those guys in his prime. Was one of those same guys that can get the ball downfield, built strong. Tyler Eifert is reminds me of the same kind of guy of a Jason Witten and slash Chris Cooley, and with those two put together, you know, I think we could cause a lot of damage. That's a cultural change right there. Picking up a guy like Tyler Eifert, I think that will be the splash in free agency that we really kind of need. But we need to make another. We need to make a real big splash. And with the Carolina Panthers coming very, very close in the next two days or so, or the next week or so of cutting Cam Newton, it's not surprising that we want to see him here in Washington, though. It's not surprising that everybody wants to see him here or they want him here in Washington, though, to be the backup quarterback to Dwayne Haskins because you can utilize this man in so many different ways. You can utilize him on, uh, on the kick returns. You can utilize this man in the in the Wildcat offense. You can utilize this man in any kind of offense you want to put him into. It, it's, it's helpful. You can utilize this man as a blocker if you really wanted to. But Cam is not really a blocker like that, though. But you can utilize this man in so many different ways. And Tyler Eifert I agree. would be a great fit for Washington or anywhere he goes. But if you utilize him in the correct way, though, you will have progress. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So I'm thinking Cam or Tyler. Well, right now, Dwayne Haskins is basically our starting quarterback. And we need to put some more. We need to put more weapons around them. So I believe we need to honestly. We need to go see what we can do to get um. Perryman, Brandon Cook, free agent too. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. Or that De- or Devin Funches because we could use a nice tall receiver yes. that can just yes. jump yes. up and go get the ball. The, there are a lot of wide receivers out here that are free agents. <sighs> Exactly. So to make a big splash. Now I'm not talking about our wide receiver core that we got now, which is, you know, uh, Cam Sims, Terry McLaurin. Well, we get basically getting rid of Paul Richardson. You could basically really say that, though. But they haven't really got, huh? Calvin Harmon, Steve Sims Jr. All these people that we got on our team right now. You know, it, it 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 it's really a good thing that we go pick up wide receiver. It's a real good thing because I see yeah, we need it. in the foreseen future, I really do see this in the foreseen future, that Terry McLaurin is going to end up like, um, what's my boy name? Uh, Moss, Santana Moss. He's going to end up like Santana Moss on his team. He got speed like Santana mm. Moss. That boy can catch the ball. But you're going to be locking them down so much that they already know that this quarterback relationship with the wide receiver is going to be strong next year. So we need, we really need a lot of our people to 
step up. Trey Quinn, got to stay off the injury list. Got to stay off the injury list. Cam Sims, got to stay off the injury list. We need wide receivers that can go in there and play week one and stay healthy. We need people to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's really only three out there that are really out there right now that we can utilize. And Amari Cooper is off the board. So Washington got to make a big splash. So, all we can do is really wait and, and see what they're going to do. We really build up on our uh, dog on um, keep building up on the offensive line, and we really need to keep going forward. Keep going forward and keep doing what the guys are doing, though. And if that doesn't work, man, I'm trying to tell you, it, it, it's going to be a sad day in Washington for wide receivers. Yeah. Although you're working with the wide receiver right now, trying to get a relationship with them, it's not going to make a difference when it comes down to one of them getting hurt. It's not going to really make a difference if you make a, a splash mm-hmm. down to free agency. And also, too, is before we call it a quits on this show tonight, uh, Antonio Brown will unlikely be joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he if he'll ever be back in the league again. But the way he's at, the way he acted, he, he really needs to get his situation together. Yeah. I mean, he just for one, he just needs to full out just apologize for everything because mm-hmm. you made a fool of your damn self, it and really is, it is uncalled for. The way he acted out, come on, man. You was the number one receiver in the league. You was the yeah. top receiver. And you acting like that. That's not a good it's really it's really not a good look, though. So, but we'll see. We'll see. It, it's something that's coming down the wire. And you know, like the song says, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right this year. Hey man, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show tomorrow morning. At 9 a.m. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. And, um, you know, I really want to thank everybody, you know, be safe out there. Y'all know, do what y'all got to do to protect yourselves at all times from the coronavirus. Um, I want to thank my other co-host, DJ Curry himself tonight. You know, you know, giving back the love and, you know, and the pride and joy of the show. You know, so... DJ, tell them something about next time, the next show, man. Tell them something about the next show that they ain't already prepared for. Man, be honest, the next show is going to be the same as it always is, man. We're going to talk sports. We're going to talk the real nitty-gritty. We're going to keep it real, raw. I mean, just tune in. We, we, we welcome the support. We love the people that support our support our show and we show love right back so just keep supporting amen us and to that. Amen we'll to keep that. showing the love and back we're going to kick off the show where we're going to be alright hey y'all stay tuned to next Tuesday well actually next Wednesday morning show at 9am man we're going to kick the show off at 9am Wednesday morning y'all know how we do it this has been another edition of the Real Sports Show y'all I'm your host Mark A.K. the Vet and this is DJ Curry on the line with us tonight. That's right, y'all. And we're going to end this yo, song yo, off yo. we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Y'all stay tuned, y'all. Hey. Hey, DJ, we out of this bitch.